Welcome to the eLaborate Topics Podcast, where we focus on lab-specific strategies for medical laboratory professionals. We're proud to be the healthcare detectives that work behind the scenes to get the results needed to influence medical decisions. Let's grow together and jump right into the lab. Welcome to another episode of eLaborate Topics. I am your laboratory mentor and host for this podcast, Taiwana Wilson. I am so excited to talk with you about all things medical laboratory. If this is your first time tuning into the podcast, welcome. I hope you will listen to additional episodes. If you are returning, thank you for checking out this episode and sharing it with a colleague. Elaborate Topics is a weekly podcast that discusses all things medical laboratory, technical and leadership strategies that help you be successful inside and outside of the lab. My co-hosts, Stephanie Whitehead and Lona Small, and I enjoy bringing you weekly topics that benefits your laboratory career. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how to boost your visibility in 2021 so that you become the standout leader in your industry. I recently got a letter from a laboratorian who was very interested in this topic, and I wanted to share that with you all today because I feel it's a good start to this podcast. And here's what the person wrote. They wrote, hi, Coach T. Early in my career, I believe that if I worked hard and produced excellent results, hold my head down and work on my bench, I would be recognized and promoted. I am also an introvert and pushing myself to make connections takes me out of my comfort zone. After being passed over for promotion a few times, despite excellent performance reviews, I realized I had to change my approach. It seems like showing up every day, being dependable and accountable, doing a good job, making sure that all the work on my bench was done and effective communication with my team works, teammates just wasn't enough. The reality is you need to form relationships with your boss and senior leaders and find projects that place you in the spotlight. The larger the organization, the more important this becomes. So my view, some may view this as sucking up or schmoozing, but is it or isn't it? It's about getting noticed, right? So what do you think? And I thought this was a good letter to start off our podcast today about getting the visibility. It happens all the time, especially in the laboratory where you feel like doing a good job showing up for work, picking up extra shifts, working a double, staying over late, volunteering to just pick up the slack where maybe a colleague uh, has let the ball drop and you feel like that's good enough. Like my employer, my boss will look at that and know that I'm a good worker, know that I would be a good candidate, for future promotions, and that's not always true. It happens time and time again. This was just one letter that I've received from a laboratorian about getting promoted or not getting promoted, passed up for an opportunity. 
And part of that is because of visibility. So in today's podcast, we're going to cover five simple strategies that you can implement today that will increase your visibility in 2021. The first strategy is very simple. Just speaking up at meetings will go a long way. And that's something you can do regardless of what level you're at in the organization, whether you're a frontline worker on the bench or a phlebotomist or whether you're a manager, speaking up at meetings and feeling comfortable sharing your ideas. Have you ever been in meetings and sitting around the table and maybe whoever is the meeting host will go through their agenda and then you just sit there through the meeting and you don't participate or say anything? This is an opportunity for you to share your ideas, demonstrate your knowledge, and increase your visibility with your team, with your manager, especially if this is a cross-functional meeting, then it gives you an opportunity to have your voice heard. Your voice is powerful and you have great ideas. And we need you at whatever level of the organization that you're at, if you're in meetings and you're at the table to actively participate and engage. One of the things that you can do if you're like, well, how can I participate in the meeting? How can I be more engaging? If your meeting host sends out an agenda in advance, one of the things that you can do is you can read the agenda beforehand and think about some questions that you would want to ask or points that you would want to make. This preparation will help you get get confidence to be able to speak up in the meeting so that you're not just showing up, that you're actively involved in the meeting. And the meeting host will appreciate that engagement. They will appreciate you getting involved. And that's something very simple that you can do that most laboratorians don't even think about. They think they go to the meeting, they get the information, they go back to their bench or they put the meeting minutes or meeting notes in their mailboxes or in their lockers and then they go on about their day. But this is actually a great opportunity to be able to be seen and be heard uh, and just really by showing up and being visible. Another strategy that you can use to gain visibility is to strengthen your relationship with your boss. It's always a good idea to have an open relationship with your boss because they are usually that gatekeeper on whether you will be able to go to the next opportunity or not. Or maybe they know opportunities that may be coming down the pipe. So it's a good idea to talk with your boss periodically about your work or even about your evaluation or having those check-ins. A lot of bosses have open door policies, which you as the employee can be empowered to say, hey, I would like to set up some time to talk about my career growth and development. It doesn't have to be during the review cycle that you go to your boss and you express your career interests. It's up to you to take ownership of your career and where you want to go. So help your boss help you gain visibility. One tip you can do is schedule time with your boss. While your boss might have an open door policy, sometimes going in and just kind of blurting things out may not be the most effective way. I would suggest that you schedule maybe a 30 minute meeting 
find some time either before your shift or after your shift or during lunch or during the day, whatever time works best for you and your boss and schedule 30 minutes as a time to discuss what's going well, ask for suggestions and how you can add more value to the team, find out if there's any opportunities to raise your profile. Is there any projects that you can work on? Is there any opportunities coming down the pike that might be a good uh, fit for your skill set. These are all things that you can do to proactively raise your visibility by working with your boss. It doesn't cost you anything and the extra time that you put in when things come up or projects come up or promotion opportunities come up, then your boss is going to remember some of the meetings that you had where you discuss your career goals, where you discuss where you were trying to move next. Because you might not, be, if you are a bench technologist, maybe the next step for you is not a team leader position or lead tech. Maybe you're interested in moving in the information technology space. And maybe your boss is aware because they're at other meetings in which that department's manager could be talking about openings that they have. So strengthening your relationship with your boss is critical. And it's an easy way for you to gain visibility in your department as well as in your organization. I can remember being in an organization and there was a young lady and you could tell she had an excellent relationship with her boss because her boss was talking about mentoring during a workshop. Her boss was the presenter and she mentioned that employee numerous times in a positive way, of course, but you could just tell that when an opportunity came up, she was going to be an advocate for her employee being able to be involved or being able to move to the next level. And it was just inspiring and interesting to hear that if you take your career in your hands and you commit to having a stronger relationship with your boss, the outcome will definitely be in your favor. The next strategy is to raise your visibility while you are participating in learning opportunities, continuing education opportunities. And these opportunities could be company-wide trainings, they could be lunch and learn events, they could be seminars, they could be mastermind groups, but you definitely want to participate in opportunities that allow you to have dialogue. While webinars and one-way interactions are great and a great way to get your continuing education hours to maintain your certification, also look for ways in which you're able to have a dialogue. You're able to participate in a group. That's where the magic happens. That's where you're able to bounce your ideas. That's where you're able to get new strategies, new skills, new techniques is to participate in these opportunities. So your company might have lunch and learn opportunities or brown bag lunch opportunities where you would bring your lunch and they have a speaker and those speakers could range on a wide array of topics from self-care to delegation, to how to be a better manager, to even things in your personal life, how to be a better parent, how to deal with stress. 
open your lid up to opportunities that may or may not always appeal to you so that you are gaining that visibility in front of a wider audience. It's not always about going to the CAP website and going to the CE module and doing your self-study program courses. While I'm not saying anything bad about those, those are awesome and those are an awesome way to get information. But you also have to get information from people in a live event. That is the way that you boost visibility. With the CE modules, you're not boosting the visibility of yourself. You're just checking a checkbox, getting your certificate. And that's awesome. There's a time and place in need for that. But you also want to be able to boost your visibility with colleagues, with decision makers. And the only way that you're going to be able to do that is if you're in an environment where you're able to network with people, where you're able to learn. One of the things that I learned from a mentor early on is to get involved in opportunities, lunch and learn, training sessions, even if it isn't applicable uh, to me at that time. That way I gain a better understanding about that particular subject matter. So well before I was a parent, I was going to workshops around parenting that talked about how to deal with stress and working full time and being a working parent or strategies to make sure that your child excels in school. While at the time it had nothing to do with me, I was a single person trying to move up the career ladder and those trainings really had no benefit to me of that point, meaning that I didn't have any children. But what it taught me and what I learned is I met parents, uh, different people that I wouldn't ordinarily be in a circle with. I actually learned strategies so that when I did have my daughter, that some of those strategies, I was like, yeah, I've heard that before. And I was able to form some connections and relationships with people that I wouldn't ordinarily have been able to, to be around. And so that's why it's important to participate in learning opportunities that ask for your ideas. If you start participating in these opportunities, lunch and learn trainings, uh, roundtable events, you know, any kind of mastermind group, a master class that allows you to have interactive dialogue with the presenter or other participants in the group, that is a great opportunity for you to start voicing your opinion, start contributing to the conversation, for you to start sharing your ideas, for you to start asking questions. Those are typically safe spaces in which you are able to do that. And then it makes it easier when you're in those department meetings to speak up because you have positioned yourself in groups and training opportunities that allow you to be uh, visible and speak up. So I would look for those training opportunities inside of your laboratory, inside of your hospital, inside of your workplace is a great place to start. You can also look for training opportunities, lunch and learn, master classes out in the community. That's also a great way to raise your visibility because you never know who has a relationship with who 
or who has the key to open up your next door. You have to put yourself in positions and places and groups in which you are able to to be visible. So some common areas that you might not be thinking about is going to Eventbrite. If you go to Eventbrite and you type in a search, there are event organizers hosting all types of events, some at no charge, some at a very small fee, but these are opportunities for you to find a topic of your choice from leadership, from entrepreneurship, from parenting, from mindfulness, from stress management, exercising, setting goals. You just type it in the search box, you will find an event in your area, whether it be a live event or a virtual event that still has the interactive component. Eventbrite is a great place to find events. You can also go to Meetup. There's an uh, there's an additional place for you to be able to find training groups as well as the professional societies. They are always offering some kind of training or conference or CE event. So your ASCP, your CLMA, your ASCLS, your AABB, your AACC, all of them are always offering some kind of training class, some kind of event. And you want to participate in those, especially those that have that interactive component in which you will be able to engage with fellow laboratorians. And this will be a great way to engage with people outside of your laboratory and even outside of the industry. And if that isn't enough for you, you can always start your own training opportunities or mastermind groups. Mastermind groups are when you get with other individuals, a small group, it could be four people, six people, eight people, and you connect with them, whether they are in your department, in your laboratory, in your hospital, maybe in your community, and you get together with people based off of a common interest and then you set up a time where you can all meet together and you could either review books so you could have a book discussion you know each person can take time presenting so if you have formed a group where you all want to work on your presentation skills you can take time form uh, this mastermind group or mastermind allegiance where you can take that time you have to start trying to create your own opportunities as well to be visible. And this is just one technique that you can do as well. The fourth strategy that we're going to discuss today is demonstrating your expertise. And what that means is not only just showing up, but being visible and being engaged. Using social media is a great way to demonstrate your expertise. How many times have you been on a platform such as LinkedIn and you're on it, but you're not really fully using it? You're not leveraging it. You're not making connections. And if you haven't already, you could check out one of the past episodes where we talked about 
uh, utilizing LinkedIn to be the standout candidate. But LinkedIn, for example, if you are on there and I have done some work in the executive search industry and the recruiting industry and LinkedIn by far is the number one place that we go to when we are looking for candidates. So in the next five years, most laboratories, and we are experiencing a shortage today, but in the next five years, we are really going to see that shortage in our management positions, in our leadership positions, and laboratories are going to be scrambling, trying to find competent and confident candidates to fill these positions because most labs haven't done a succession plan to be able to find who's going to replace some of these leaders as they retire. But LinkedIn is a great way for you to get on there and get visible by a diverse audience that you may not ordinarily be connected to. So if I was doing a search for a laboratory manager on LinkedIn, for example, if you're not on there, you wouldn't even pop up in my search criteria, right? So that right there is not just being on the platform, but being on the platform and engaging, engaging with other scientists that's in your area and outside of your area, making sure your profile speaks to a candidate that is highly desirable. So utilizing, you know, that's just one, but that is one of the main go-tos for when people are looking for candidates. Have you seen it where, especially for your director level positions, uh, your vice presidents, you know, CEOs and COOs and, and all of the executive leaders, a lot of times they are using search firms, headhunters, recruiters, however you want to say it, and they are going to LinkedIn to get these candidates. So a simple way for you to be more visible in 2021 is get in the game, get in the game and be visible, not just be on the team. You need to be on the team and want to play, want to get out on the field. You have to want to be out on the, the basketball floor. And so demonstrating your expertise, posting, you know, sharing some knowledge from the lab. And it doesn't have to be long and drawn out, but capitalize on what you do know. You are a professional in whatever discipline, hematology or chemistry or blood bank or infectious disease or molecular or serology, immunology, parasitology, forensics, whatever it is that you are the expert of because you're doing it every single day, drawing our patients, being a phlebotomist, being a specimen processing, transportation, if your company has couriers, whatever your industry, you can start sharing that knowledge with people outside of our community. They don't know what we do. We've already talked about people don't understand what the lab do or give the lab credit or being recognized with other industries. Well, that visibility starts with us. It starts with us sharing our story. It starts with us talking about how difficult it is sometimes to get 
uh, some of these difficult sticks when you are doing a.m. rounds in the morning. And there are hundreds of patients that need to be drawn every morning where you talk about as a specimen processor, how important it is to get the right specimen. So those are ways you can start to get visibility where you are standing out so that if a recruiter is looking for somebody of your skill set, you are easy to be found on those platforms because you have started posting. You have started connecting with other professionals. You have started commenting on other people's posts that they put out. Visibility starts with self and you don't have to make it overly complicated. And there's other out other avenues outside of LinkedIn. LinkedIn is just the one that recruiters tend to go to versus some of the other sources. But it's not to say that you can't get recognition off of the others. Laboratorians by far are on Twitter. So Twitter is if that's a a platform that you are uh, like to be on, the lab community is very involved on Twitter from medical laboratory scientists to our pathologists to our executives in the lab industry. Twitter is the place to be. Some of the hashtags that I have followed have been hashtag laboratory medicine, hashtag medical laboratory. There's others I follow like hashtag STEM, Uh, There are tons of others uh, that are out there, but Twitter is a great way for you to get visible and and people will start to take notice. So you have to get on there and start tweeting. You have to get on there and start following some of the industry leaders, start sharing their content, start creating your own content. So that is a way to get involved. If Facebook is your platform of choice, the medical laboratory community is large on Facebook as well. There are a few groups on Facebook that have very large participants on the Facebook community. And again, this is another way that you're able to get visible. If you are on Facebook, there are several medical laboratory groups, but two groups that you might be interested in on Facebook is called, one is called Medical Lab Scientists and it's MLS, MLT, AMT, and AAB. And it has 38,000 members in that group. The group is very active and there are members in there to talk about Uh, different things that's happening in their laboratory. They are talking about uh, passing their certification test. They have any time there's a holiday or something, then somebody will post something in there. So like during the Halloween season, they posted different lab related uh, pictures where they decorated lab coats and decorated. So it's a community in which you can find information Uh, Some people go in there and vent a little bit. So it's a community that you can be involved. You can leverage that by going in there and sharing content that's valuable. That's how you start to be uh, visible is sharing valuable content. There's also another group called Medical Lab Sciences, and it has about 173,000 
members. So again, the laboratorians are out there. You just have to get visible. There are managers in that group and directors, decision makers. There are retired managers. So people are oftentimes wanting to share their knowledge. So that's a good way to go in and demonstrate your expertise. They're posting job postings in there. So I'm looking for a supervisor. I'm looking for a team leader. That's a way so that you can demonstrate your expertise. A lot of times people think social media and they just think fun and they think using it for personal use, but it really has become the go-to for professional use as well. So those are some ways you can utilize social media to become more visible. If you're on LinkedIn, we do have a group called Elaborate Topics Group. So look for us. We would love to have you join. It's a way for you to get visible. It's a way for you to be seen and connect with fellow laboratorians. So if you are on LinkedIn, you can find our group or you can reach out to one of us, one of the co-hosts, and we will let you in the group. And the last strategy that we will talk about on today's show is grow your network. It is important to grow your network. It really is a numbers game. And so you won't get to know others inside of your organization, inside of your lab, if you spend time hanging out with the same people every day at lunch, talking with the same people. You have to meet new people. Although these colleagues could be uh, personal advocates for you, you need to get with other people who might be able to take you to the next level in your career, who might be able to help you boost your visibility. You can use social media to grow your network. Being involved in your community is another way. So volunteering for not-for-profit organizations is a way to grow your network. Getting involved with book clubs, mastermind groups, as we talked about before. Getting involved with your professional societies is a great way, which we talked about. But when I say getting involved, I'm not simply stating that you pay your membership and then you just kind of wait uh, and participate in the CE opportunities when they become available. What I'm saying is really get involved and get visible with your professional societies. This is a way for you to gain some exposure. So you may be asking, what exactly does that look like? I hear get involved, leverage your professional societies. You hear that all the time. Here's some specific things. So for ASCP, for example, they have a mentorship program. Sign up to be a mentee or sign up to be a mentor. That will give you exposure to somebody that you may not already be acquainted with. That will give you visibility with somebody else and growing your network at the same time. ASCP is always looking for volunteers. They have the Career Ambassador Program. And that's an awesome program for you to be able to not only get visibility, but you are able to give back. Participating in that program allowed me to recently present for a high school class out of Chicago. 
I'm in the Cincinnati, Ohio area. So that gave me visibility with that teacher and with her students. And if you like working with youth or talking about our industry, that is an awesome way for you to be able to give back and get involved as well as grow your network. And so now because I like working with youth, I have gained some visibility with a teacher inside of a public school system in an area that I probably wouldn't have ordinarily been able to be a part of. And because I present it for them, she might tell her other teacher friends who's looking uh, for another resource about me because I am growing my network. ASCLS, they have tons of forums for you to be involved in. So whatever group you wanna be involved in, whether it's the lab educators group, the lab managers group, whatever the group is, there's opportunities for you to go on and actually engage. Here's the thing, nothing works unless you do. So just being a part and paying your membership, you're not going to get the full value. You're not going to build lasting relationships. You're not going to be able to grow your network. You're not going to be able to be top of mind or be the go-to leader because the people don't know you. So sitting on the bench and standing back it doesn't work to your benefit all the time. So utilize those professional organizations to grow your network, even your school where you went and got your medical laboratory training. I'm sure they have an alumni group. So you can continue to stay involved with the program. Some of the programs have mentoring programs or they're always looking for speakers. And you don't have to have a certain title to go back and talk to the program, to the students that's in the program. I am in an area with two medical laboratory, uh, four-year degree programs and several uh, MLT programs in my area. And I've been fortunate enough to be able to go back to the school that I got my training from, which was the University of Cincinnati. But I've also been able to work with Wright State University, which is like 45 minutes apart from the University of Cincinnati, to talk about what it's like to be a laboratorian in the clinical lab. What did I learn? What tools was necessary? What would I've changed? if anything. And so it's growing my network. A lot of times you can grow your network and you can also give back at the same time if that's of importance to you. I'm always about giving back. So being able to grow my network. So what happens is when I am talking with those students and those teachers and they think, oh, I need a speaker to talk about a STEM related career. Oh, let me reach out to Taiwana and see if she's available. And so those are ways that you can grow your network and become more visible. These are all simple strategies that will position you to be the go-to leader in your industry, even without having a formal title. So thank you so much for tuning in and checking out this episode of Elaborate Topics with your host and laboratory mentor, Taiwana Wilson. And what we covered today were 
five simple strategies to boost your visibility in 2021. Number one was speak up in meetings. Number two was grow your relationship with your boss. Number three, participate in learning opportunities. Number four, demonstrate your expertise, leverage social media in your favor. And number five is consistently grow your network. So if you like what you heard, please share this message out with colleagues inside and outside of the laboratory. If you have a leadership or laboratory message you would like to share, we are accepting guests for this podcast for 2021. So we would love to hear about your story. We talked about visibility today, right? This is an awesome platform for you to be able to be visible as well. And so if that is you, please reach out to us. You can send us an email at elaborate topics at direct impact broadcasting. You can go on to the direct impact broadcasting.com website. And there's a link at the top that says contact slash guest information. And you can submit your interest for this podcast so that we can get your bio and your picture and what you would be talking about. And if it's a good fit, then myself or my co-host, Lona Small or Stephanie Whitehead will reach out to you. Make sure that you like us on social media, follow us. So follow Lona Small, Stephanie Whitehead, myself, join the Elaborate Topics podcast group on LinkedIn. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on your phone, tablet, notebook, so that you never miss a new episode. And be sure to leave us a comment and share with fellow laboratorians. Until then, my friends, I hope you have an amazing day. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Elaborate Topics where your hosts discussed relevant strategies for laboratory professionals. Please subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and listen to us on directimpactbroadcasting.com. Stay tuned for another episode with information you can use to excel in your laboratory career.